Hi, everyone. It's Mitch from PickDogs.com, and it is Saturday, May 14th, 2022, here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. I got my pen out. I'm going to be putting those bookmarks in for you guys that I know you like so much. We've got a uh, cast of characters here with you, some of the best handicappers in the business. These are the guys that have been lighting up the leaderboard and kind of, you know, as we, uh, you know, as things constantly change here at Pick Dogs, these are guys that you're starting to see in, you know, in different ways, different roles, and um, we're, you know, this will continue to change. We have a few other people that should be here um, today as well, and we will be on the lookout for them as they come in, but um, ju- today, just Major League Baseball and NHL. I generally don't cover NHL, but I actually, since we don't do our NHL show anymore, We'll probably start covering a lot more NHL on our drive-through, uh, on our on our live show. Um, we were just talking about the drive-through before this, so mixing topics. But anyways, good morning, Chris. How are you today? Morning. I'm, uh, I'm all right. Good day yesterday. Now I got to look forward to Game Seven of this Leaf series today. Speaking of hockey, so a little bit nervous, but still, I'm excited to get everything started. Ron, how you doing this morning? The uh, the rundown still running them down, um, getting more popular by the day. I think that um, I think that one of the things about like that's different about the rundown than a lot of the other things that we do here at Pick Dogs is kind of like you have a higher tolerance level of your comments than I do. <laughs> I think that's the I think that's the that's that's the one I can't stand. I can't stand the whiners. I lost yesterday. Thing it's like I do not care. You know, it's like. This is not your place to whine. It's like, you know, you, you want to whine, go to Ron's Rundown thread, you know, because that's where they, oh, the, all, all the, and it's everyone that they whine about is some, like, gigantic favorite that lost, you know, and it's like, you know, it's like, you know, thankfully, Bittler's not our moderator, you know. It's like, that was the squarest play on the board anyway. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, look here, square. <laughs> look here, boxhead. <laughs> Anyways, Ron, how's it going? Um, big day for baseball today, obviously. Yeah, loaded card. Got a doubleheader, too. But, yeah, those comments, you know, you see a lot of Dodgers run line and uh, some of the bigger favorite Yankees run line, Mets run line. But uh, it's, you know, it's kind of a, a different kind of comment section, like you said. Different people, a lot of new people to the community, which is always good to see. Always good. And uh, some whiners, but... You know, we, we deal with them. Yeah, it's it's just, I, I I don't, I I know that, you know, you and I have a different style of watching games and, you know, and, and betting on games and all those different things. And it's just, uh, I'm just never, a loss never affects me that much. Just like a win never, you know, never affects me that much. The only time I ever really get excited about wins is when it's when I feel I've lost the bet. Mm. And they come back and get it done. Like, you know, I had the Diamondbacks yesterday. They were down 3 nothing early. They came back and scored the three runs right back on them. And I was just like, yes. You know, and that was like my little two-second emotion. Or, you know, when they have the late rallies or whatever in football games, to come back that back to our cover, you know, the meaningless, you know, touchdown. Those are the things I get excited about. But it's like as far as, you know, losing a baseball game and, you know, there's 2,600 games, uh, if you're betting those big favorites, more than likely you're betting a ton of games too. So, uh, you know, you're, you're certainly not going to win them all, and neither are the Los Angeles Dodgers, the Yankees, the, you know, who else are the, you know, the big public teams, the Mets right now. 
Yeah. Speaking of big public teams, Brian, um, how are you doing today? Um, can't really complain. I survived a typically hard day for me Friday with a three and two effort. So hopefully carry that momentum forward forward today on a nice card. Yeah, yesterday we talked on the live show about the the Nerfy versus the Yurfy. I'm big. I'm a big Yurfy, you know, guy. Um, I'm the anti. I think the Nerfy is the most the new public square bet of the century it's kind of the circle at the blackjack table where you put the dollar chip to win some kind of other jackpot or like a 25 dollar if you match the dealer's hand exactly or something ridiculous you know where the casino just puts out this other bet and the thing about the nerfy and the yurfy is that instead of sitting there and having to sit through the i i get it you know i get why they have it and it's because it's because the baseball games can get long and boring, right? I mean, they, they can, you know, for some people. I find it, I, I like it. I could see why Pete Rose had a problem with it. I'm one of those guys. I understand. I get it, you know. It's kind of like highlight. You're never, baseball is the, one, of the, one of the few sports where you're really never out of it until the final out is recorded. You know, it's like in football, the clock is, is running against you. Basketball, the clock is, is running against you. In hockey, the clock is running against you. In baseball, they got to finish you off. You know, there's, it, there's no, you know, the bell doesn't ring for the 12th round. You know, it's like they got to finish you. And, and that's why people like it. But the thing is, is that the Nerfy and the Yurfy take that out of it because it's just the first inning, you know. And then, so it's a quick, it's a quick, it's a quick bet for a not quick sport. But uh, it was all Yurfy yesterday. Even in those, those pitchers duels, you know, um, all those games, Yurfy, White Sox, Yankees, Yurfy, Brewers, Marlins, six and a half total on that game. Yurfy, Mets, Yurfy, <laughs> everything, right? Yurfy. It was like the first five of the first seven games out of the gate went Yurfy. And the odd thing is, is that um, the public loves the Nerfy and they love the over. Just counter, they're betting against themselves. That books are feasting on this one. What do you think about the Nerfy? The Nerfy? Zama Yurfy, you know, so it's like normally take the opposite of me. Brian? How are you? Oh, for Brian? me, I. I for me, I, I, I'm starting to get more into it. The more you talk about it, the more I, I take notice of the no runs, yes runs, first inning prop. Uh, yeah, yesterday, I think you hit on a couple. And today, you know, I already see a couple that jump off the page to me, like the Cardinals and Giants. But uh, well, yeah, Rogers pitching for the Marlins. Rogers pitching for the Marlins. It's an automatic. I like Rogers today. Automatic I mean, Rogers Yerfie, gonna, though. But he's an automatic Yerfie. But he might, he might give up a run in the first, but he always I think the does. Marlins have a strong. Al Ninos, how are you doing today? Doing good, how are you? Good. On top of a lot of leaderboards here, it's been uh, super chalky in a lot of sports. You've been picking those favorites that have been hitting, and uh, we know you love your favorites. And you know that's what a lot of our viewers like. Um, as you, if you watch, if you read the comments in our YouTube videos, um, it'll tell you exactly what type of bets our 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 viewers are betting. So you know these are the type of same type of bets that you 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 like, and it's it's okay. There's certainly you're showing that this year so far, definitely more than one way to get it done, and uh, not even necessarily about finding values, just a zillion winners. You know, it's like it's like you're not getting the most out of every win, but you're getting enough winners, so you're doing the volume, you know, the volume play, and 
hey, nothing wrong with that as long as you end up in the profit. It's kind of like you're picking those. You're you're you've been very good at picking the spots to pick the favorites. You know, it's like well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's just you're picking. Oh, it doesn't always lose, and that's gonna be fifty-fifty. You gotta be careful. You got to be careful laying juice, obviously, and and I have uh, hit a bit of a wall, so I've gone a little cold lately, and uh, and that'll happen. I guess you're not going to win them all. The big favorites aren't going to win them all. Uh, but yeah, you have to be selective and try to pick the right ones. I mean, every game's going to have a favorite, but of course, not every favorite's going to win. So you can't just go lay juice across the board. But I mean, I think there's some spots that are more worth it than others as well. And, Obviously, sometimes, yeah, sometimes there's no value there, so you have to pass on it. Um, but, I mean, sometimes I think, as I said, it's worth laying. And then there's also different ways of betting the game. You can uh, bet the run line, the money line. You can do some of both. And uh, as you know all too well, you can also go extended run lines too. So different ways of betting games. Jovan, welcome and to the show. Good morning. How are you today? Good morning. I'm all right. How about yourself? Good. We're just kind of doing the intro, talking about, you know, what's going on. It's a, it's a sort of slow day today with just Major League Baseball and a few hockey games. So um, what are you looking at here? I mean, um, I'm not sorry. <laughs> How are you doing? We're kind, of, we're, we're kind of just talking about general things, you know, what's going on in, in baseball betting. You know, there's been the, the thing that I've been really pounding is the is the Urfi. Um Yes, runs first inning because the public just seems to be enamored with the nerfy. Um, and I always feel that because um, Jovan is kind of like me, we watch a lot of games and we kind of like have that historical knowledge of it. But isn't it like historically that the good pitchers, you got to get them early, right? It's, isn't that what it is? It's like generally once they start going, they're in the lather, they're in the r- rhythm. It's like very, very hard to get. So isn't the nerfy kind of like just a counterintuitive bet? It just doesn't even make any sense. And the books must really be making a fortune here. I mean, you you have a point with the fact that, you know, the betting public loves taking over his full game. They love taking favorites also. This is across all sports. It's not just baseball. You know, it's football, basketball, it's the whole, you know, whole kit and caboodle. But... It does it the 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 nerfy it does run uh you know counter um to to that you know to that to that logic you know I, I just think that you know I mean because I'm an under guy you know so if I'm gonna bet anything on the first and in the first inning I might lean towards the nerfy but I haven't touched it this this year because I know with baseball you know a pitcher could get blown up you know uh, even the ace. But not even blown up, but just give up, give up one or two, and then that's it. You know what I mean? So, and then they'll settle down. You know, you've seen that with the best pitchers out there throughout the years. You know, I'm a Boston guy, so you know, you've seen that with the Roger Clemens of the world, the Pedro Martinez of the world, especially early in the season. You know, and then you know what? If you don't get them, if you get them for one or two, you know. And then they settle down, and then they pitch, you know, a, a gym after that. You know, you, you missed your shot. You know, they might be a man on second and third, one out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if if you get one, you're lucky. And if you don't get it, and they and now they're dealing all of a sudden. You know what I mean? So, but those are the staff aces. Those, you know, the other like once you get into the rotation, especially the third, fourth, and fifth on um, man in the rotation, you know you're liable to hit hit these guys for no no uh, a crooked number. So, 
We saw that yesterday with uh, Josiah Gray, who I believe should be back in the minors. I mean, he got absolutely destroyed yesterday. But anyways, let's see who gets destroyed today. Yeah. We've got uh, got the he Giants. Texted and- me in the first inning of that game yesterday. That Josiah Gray. As soon as he gave, I thought, oh no, what did he do? So I looked at the score. I was like, Jesus Christ, the first inning. Oh, he was got he got just damaged. It was like it. I saw two things yesterday. So the Josiah Gray just getting absolutely hammered. I mean, he could not get anybody out. It's like, it's one, I haven't seen a beatdown like that in, oh man, in a while. And um, the thing is, is, and then the other one was, in that Cubs-Diamondbacks game, it was, the hits were going so fast that the camera couldn't keep up with them. Like, they would, like, cut to something else, and they'd cut back, and the ball would be rolling down the line. Apple, uh, Romanelli's uh, one that they, uh, he doesn't like, really not doing a very good job on yesterday's Cubs-Diamondbacks game because those runs came like this. I think all of those hits in, that the Cubs scored and um, those three runs, and then when the Diamondbacks came, came back with, I don't know what that is, guys. Come on. Um, I don't know what um, the Diamondbacks... Um, came back and they were hitting um, like like crazy um, too and it was just like it was so fast it was like the camera couldn't even catch up but anyways it was exciting but uh, we got the Cardinals and the Giants the Braves and the Padres to get things kicked off today Rufalo what are you looking at yeah, I'm looking at the, uh, the San Francisco Giants here I, I, I like what Jacob Junis has done early on this year and, and I think the Giants are going to start picking up some steam. The Cardinals, for me, are still playing inconsistently. I think Dakota Hudson is kind of due to regress a little bit. And uh, I just like the price that we're getting on the Giants here as well. And um, I'm going to lean towards the San Diego Padres. I just, I'm not up to laying minus 141 with Charlie Morton. He's, like you said before, he's normally a slow starter. And over the course of the second half of the season, maybe I'll back him. But uh, but right now, I think there's value on the, uh, the Padres and the plus money. Romanelli, Jacob Junis, is he one of these transformation guys who goes to the Giants and all of a sudden he can pitch, or is he still Jacob Junis to us? Yeah, I don't think he's going to have a, a great year overall, but I do think that this matchup is pretty good for him. Um, I know it's pronounced Jacob, but I like to say Jakob because it's spelled with the K. So Jakob Junis, the biggest issue for him is he's given up a lot of home runs in his career. That's usually, and he gave up one last time out, but he's facing a Cardinals lineup that not only doesn't hit righties well, but they also don't have a lot of power against righties. So I do think it is a beneficial matchup here. He pitched well against this Cardinals lineup last time out, only two earned runs and in five innings for the Giants. And they, they got the win in that one. So I do think he pitches a quality outing here and I think they can get to Dakota Hudson. So uh, I'll take the Giants on the money line. How about you, Brian? Uh, for me in that Cardinals uh, Giants matchup here, I'm going to take a look at the under eight and a half. Uh, Jacob Junis is uh, becoming one of my guys uh, over a small sample. He's been pretty consistent for the Giants, and I think Dakota Hudson uh, can keep the Giants bats under control today. We saw a ton of runs. Was it ten runs yesterday in that game? But I think today uh, uh, runs will come at a premium. I'm going to take the under. El Ninos. There. Cannot hear you. Yeah, I was saying uh, this was a pretty tough one for me. I don't think uh, Junis is anywhere near as good as his numbers uh, appear to be so far on the season, just two games in for him. Um, so, small lean. Uh, really, honestly, I, have, I don't have any action on this game, but uh, 
I might take a shot with the home team here. Cardinals pull the upset off. Jovan? Yeah, the San Diego Atlanta game. I'm on the over in this one. You know, you have two pitches. Um, that's well, Charlie Morton. He did pitch good his last game, but before that, his last several starts before previous to that were five runs, four runs, three runs, five another five run. You know, um, out in and Charmanaya last um three games, he's had, he has a a six point three five ERA. So you know, I I believe that with these two um pitchers, you know. Couple with um the bullpens, I think it goes over over this eight. I'm with you on that over eight on the Braves uh, Padres game. Uh, Manaya, he ha- he, even when he's pitching well, when he doesn't pitch well, he does pitch well. He throws the ball right over the plate, and either it has the movement or it doesn't have the movement. And when it doesn't have the movement, it gets hit extremely hard. And um, he has not had the movement in the last few games. Charlie Morton is a notoriously slow starter and um, he's starting slow once again this season. I could see a lot of runs. The Padres are concerned about the bats though. They signed Robinson Cano who was batting like .097 so if it's like you pick up this guy and who, who's picking up that? Do the Mets still have to pay him out? I don't know. It's like if you can't pay him what he was making. I mean I know you guys think I talk about the salaries too much but I'll tell you what .097 does not pay the bills for Robinson Cano. What, what is Cano making? What was he making? Robinson Cano salary. It's it's in the twenty million plus range, I believe. It's, yeah, but it's a guaranteed contract, right? I believe it's a guaranteed. So still on the, hook. the Mets would still be on the hook, but I think if you pick him up, then you must you you don't get him for free. Yeah, you know, so it's it. There must be some sort of deal there inside of it. So five years, um, oh man, two years, forty million five hundred thousand. Oh man, oh, oh god, oh my god, man, how is that? Oh, two years, forty point five million. Ouch. So it's twenty million two hundred fifty thousand for those. Uh, just do the quick math. And on the other side, I like Dakota Hudson here against uh, Jakob Yunus, as Romanelli calls him. I think he's still Jakob Yunus to me. Um, Hudson's not bad, and the Cardinals. Um, the Cardinals. This is what they do. Okay, this is how this is how you have a great organization like the like the like the St. Louis Cardinals. They beat the crap out of the bad teams. Okay, consistently beat the bad teams. They win the games they're supposed to win. They don't win a lot of these games against the teams that they're not supposed to win, but they win enough. All you got to do is win a few. You know, if, you're be- if you take care of business against all the bad teams, they're not going into Cincinnati and getting busted up by the Reds like the Brewers did. You know, they're in there winning 11-3. to three. Paul Goldschmidt, you know, has got 20-something game hitting streak going on right now. What is it, 20, 21? 21 game hitting streak or something? Quietly. Very quietly. Most hits this season, Paul Goldschmidt, St. Louis Cardinals, America's first baseman. Love that. Ruflo's uh, America's, I don't know what he would be. Anyways, <laughs> go to our next game, and this one's going to be the, the A's and the Angels game, Uno. 
And then we have the Tigers and the Orioles. Michael Pineda up against Bruce Zimmerman. Jonathan Diaz and Paul Blackburn going at it in that first game in Oakland. Chris, um, Oakland sucks. I mean, they suck this year. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're like kind of that sneaky good team. We'll find value. And maybe this summer we will find some value on Oakland. But right now, I said it. I'm okay with it. They suck, man. They, they just suck. All yeah. Right. All right. They, they, I got off my chest. <laughs> That's okay. Sometimes you have to. But uh, I think they could steal game one here with Blackburn. If Blackburn has, has a good start, as he's done for much of the year. So I, I lean towards uh, Oakland there, maybe towards the under as well. At seven and a half, as Jonathan Diaz has pitched fairly well so far this year. And uh, I still like the Baltimore Orioles. They burned me yesterday, but I, I really like Bruce Zimmerman. He's almost this year's t- this uh, this squad's uh, version of John Means, which means out with Tommy John. And I'm still not a Michael Pineda fan, and this Detroit team hasn't really done much for me. So give me Baltimore and the plus money there. Anti-Pineda over here. How about you, Ron? Yeah, I'm joining the anti-Pineda uh, fan club here. Got to fade Pineda again. I, I, I don't know how his ERA is sub four right now. I think it'll be rising with each start. I'll see it probably in the sixes by June, and I don't think he's a viable starting pitching option. So because of those reasons, I'm going to take the Orioles by default. Brian? Oh, I disagree with my good buddy uh, Romanelli here. Uh, Pineda isn't a guy that I like a ton, but over six and two-thirds last start, he only gave up two earned runs. That's probably why his ERA dropped a bit. I believe the Baltimore Orioles in this spot are becoming t- kind of a public dog here. I think now's the time to start riding the Tigers for a little bit. Not that they're going to be a great team, uh, but they are going to win their games, and they're at home. I'll take the Tigers on the money line here. I think Zimmerman uh, pitches like the old Bruce Zimmerman today. I don't show that from Pineda. What what are you talking about? Michael Pineda's last start, he went six and two-thirds, gave up six hits, two earned runs, uh, May 9th versus Oakland. Oh, I'm going to show that one game for some reason. All right. That's it. Al? Yeah, I'm uh, agree with Bittler here. i got to go with the uh, Tigers at home. Uh, I, I just like their lineup better, honestly, and uh, the pitching matchup isn't the best, but... Yeah, I don't think Zimmerman is any 2.67 yard. That ain't going to last long, that's for sure. I mean, not for sure, but I don't think that's going to last for long. And uh, I do think Oakland has a shot in game one. Uh, Blackburn's been good. That's about the only thing I can say about, I mean, why they have a shot there. But obviously the Angels have the much better lineup, but uh, game one might be a little tough for them. I don't know, man. I got to say... Anyway, Jovan, go ahead. I'll, I'll say my piece afterwards about Michael Pineda. Yeah, I'm on the I'm on the under in game one um of the Oakland game. You know, you look at Oakland, they're seven, one and two to the under in their last ten. You know, Blackburn's going. I think he keeps runs at a minimum and um on the other side, the Oakland can't can't really hit um can't really hit lefties like that. You know, and I, you know, I think they don't have a, a you know big enough book on, on a pitcher that's going Diaz. So, you know, I take the under on that. I think that Brian has way overstated Michael Pineda's performance last time out. Number one, he faced the Oakland A's, who I've already declared as suck, um, on this very same show. And number two, he also faced the Oakland A's, who suck on this show. Um, the Oakland A's hit 189 against righties in general 
you know, that means I'm a righty, you know, I can go out there and, and they're going to hit 189 off of me. I, 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 I really think that's true too. If I could throw the ball all the way to the plate, but, um, yeah. I, but Zimmerman's I, coming off a game with the Kansas City Royals. They're not uh, uh, the 27 Yankees. And before that, it was a contest with the Minnesota Twins, who aren't bad. But uh, I don't know. I could see Zimmerman getting hit in this one. But I don't think just because the, the Orioles are a public dog, Pineda's all of a sudden Cy Young. I mean, his numbers are very, very misleading ERA-wise. If you look at his expected ERA... He's not striking any batters, so I, I think. I mean, he gave up a home run last time out, so I mean, it could be a maybe a lean towards the over in that one because I could see both pitchers getting hit, but uh, doesn't mean Pineda's going to be web gemming it up. He's he's not good. He's he's been overrated his entire career, and um, I'll tell you what, minus one twenty three against the Oakland A's at this point is about as good as a bargain as you're ever going to find you know Oakland's terrible they are hideous don't don't even discount like how bad they are they're worse than the Reds the way the Reds have played the last week they are the worst team they've lost eight games straight up at home it's like home losing streaks are mean are a really bad sign and not covering the run line at home as a dog eight in a row is even worse this is a really bad team. They traded away like any guys that they had that were viable products to trade away. I'm not saying that the future's bleak, that they don't know what they're doing or any of those things. And like I said, by July, I'm going to be betting these guys. But right now, they're unbettable. They're unbettable. They are. They are. They, they don't are. you feel like in game one that there's a major pitching mis- mismatch in this Oakland A's? Yeah, but look at the game. lineup. Look at the lineup. You're going to tell me Otani, Trout. Rendon. And they're going to in on that. <laughs> oh, my God. The Angels, the Angels have this, this combination, and, 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 and it's like I'm picking the Angels right now. If the season ended today, I got the Angels going to the World Series. I, I, I really do. This, is, this team is stacked. They are stacked, stacked, stacked. They're basically a Phillies lineup with a real manager. I mean, it's yeah, really they what they have, have here. They have starting pitching. They have two good – Two good starters. That's all it takes. You just got to get to the postseason. That's all it takes. That is all it takes in the postseason. Two or three good starters. That is all it takes to win the World Series. You have two, three guys on top of that rotation, you win the World Series. If you have a lineup like these guys. These guys, I mean, there's nowhere to hide in this lineup. Nowhere to hide. And I think, you know, 22 and 12 out of the gate here. If you're sleeping on the LA Angels, I took them last night. They won a tight game last night, two nothing. It's like, you know, you you cannot sleep on this LA Angels team. They are they are stacked. I don't like Joe Madden. I don't like the way that he, you know, the way that he presents himself. You know, as where he kind of like has a stylist in the dugout or something for every mound visit that he makes. You know, he's got to like have his hairs in place and everything because he's become this. You know person but i'll tell you what this guy can flat out manage you know he he will win games for you like girardi will lose games for you he will win games for you and he wins a lot of games for teams and he's done it with much less than this and you know he did the same thing in chicago he took a team of guys that were some good players rizzo and bias and you know viable products not as good as this lineup 
Not as good as this one. He took Jake Arietta, made him a Cy Young Award winner. It's like, I'm telling you, this team's going to the World Freaking Series. They have, the Angels, and don't even, don't even think twice. Like, we think, like, oh, Dodgers and whatever. The Angels are a huge budget team. Gigantic. They've never been shy spenders, ever. They've always been big spenders. Ever since free agency started, the very first free agency, the very first free agent crop, the Angels hit it hard, and they've been hitting it hard ever since. You know who the first free agents that they signed were? Jovan, you know who they were? Um, Fred Lynn was one of I them. <laughs> oh, yeah, Fred, Fred Lynn yeah, was one of them. But um, a couple years after that, it was um, Reggie Jackson. Yep, Joe Rudy. They had right off that Oakland A's team. They plunked them right off that the, the swinging A's that won the three World Series in a row. They hit that roster. Is was the first thing they did. It's like this team is this team is going. It, barring injury, they're going to the World Series. It's like they have too many good players. They're stacked. All right. Yeah. And I've been kind of critical of them over the years. Me too. You know, Me too. Just, just for doing that, you know, just throwing money at the problem. But, you know, they, they have the right pieces, it seems like now. And Well, you, you have know, Joe Madden running. Joe Madden running. Yeah, run right. the, yeah the man, sometimes a manager does make all the difference in baseball. You know, you could say that. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll um, you know, a little, not a little story or anything like that. But um, in 88 with the Red Sox, they were just floundering. And um, they they fired um McNamara, brought Joe Morgan in, and next thing you know, Morgan Magic. You know they 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 ripped off a bunch of wins after the All Star break. It was on like a, a crazy um winning streak at home, and you know they made it they made it to the playoffs. And back then it was hard to make the playoffs. It's not like now. So Johnny Mack was super soft. I I used to love his interviews, man. He was the best. It's like when Oil Cam Boyd. Destroyed the locker room. It's like, well, Dennis can get can get pretty hot in there. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> this is just a really nice kid. And <laughs> Chris, what are you selling today? Well, today I got my uh, my MLB triple play. My three favorite MLB plays on the board. I got that for thirty nine ninety five. Or also long term subscribers can get my uh, best bet for the NHL as well. And uh, you want pair us up to any of us? I was part of the two for one capper deal. Long term, you're going to get a ton of picks. It's a loaded weekend this weekend. How about you, Ron? Yeah, today just got my Ron's rundown fifteen dollar best bet in the MLB. Won it last night with the Yankees. In a blowout and looking to do the same today. Also got a uh, baseball play and a hockey play for long-term subscribers. How about you, Brian? Winning days in eight of my last nine. Going to try to get another winning day today. I got my best bet three-pack shotgun Saturday night three-pack. Get my three best bets for $40 at PickDogs.com premium picks. Al Ninos? Three pack in the MLB. I got a uh, my best bet in the NHL sold separately, and uh, an extra play in uh, the MLB for one of the long term passes. And Jovan. Yeah, the last couple weeks I haven't really been feeling baseball like that, but today for some reason I like it. I got five plays, so I got a five pack. You know, so forty nine ninety nine at the website. 
I think this looks I like these series too. I'm with you. I think this is a great weekend for baseball. These series just seem to really uh, speak to me. And, um, you know, you can get any of our picks. You can get 15% off. Use the code MAY15. Um, you can use it only once, but um, let's see if it comes up. There it is. Anyways, use the code MAY15. Get 15% off in May. You can use it only once per person, but I'll tell you, you can use it on, you know, Ron's $15 pick, or you can use it on a cart full of all of our yearly packages, however you want to use it. We're going to do a promotion every month. Uh, last month, we did the free consensus report. This month, we did the May 15 promotion. And next month, I haven't thought about it yet. And then, of course, we're just right around the corner from Christmas in July. Everyone's all excited. It's like Christmas. but Best It's like Christmas, but it's in July. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we call it Christmas in July. Anyways, we've got the Marlins taking on the Brewers. And we've got the... Uh, Raising the Jays. Jovan, what do you think here? Uh, I almost pulled the trigger on this one, but something just didn't sit right. But um, I'll say this about this game. Um, you know, Trevor Rogers, I mean, they both of these both of these pitchers are lefties. You know, Trevor Rogers has been hasn't been really been pitching too hard. Eric Lauer has, but neither team could hit lefties, so Give me a choice with this with with this game in particular. I gotta take the under. You know, it is what it is. I Trevor Rogers should be able to get through this lineup a couple a couple different times. And you look at the Brewers' um, runs per nine. They're fourth in the majors, but it's kind of deceptive because they scored a lot of those runs against the Cincinnati Reds. So take that for what it's worth. How about you, Al? Uh, I agree. I'll go with the under in this one. And sorry, what was the second one? It was the Toronto game. Yes. Um. Yeah. Wow. What happened to Rio? Huh. Uh. Small lean to the Rays in that one, just because the way Rio's been pitching. How about you, Brian? Well, for me in that uh, grouping of games here, I can get free picks of both of them. Yesterday, I was on the Rays. Today, I'm going to take the Jays. Jays have lost about five in a row. They must be desperate. Ryu, I, I trust him to have his first good start of the year. I mean, we've seen limited uh, limited starts from him. And then the other game, got it back my Miami Marlins again. They broke my heart yesterday, but Trevor Rogers. Looked to be kind of getting back in shape. Five shutout innings, I believe, in his last start. Uh, Lauer's been fantastic, but uh, I think he starts to pitch to the back of his baseball card today. I'm going to take the Marlins at home. And um, how about you, Romanelli? Yeah, and this grouping of games, I'm going to lean towards the Blue Jays uh, getting the plus money here. You know, Ryu shut down for about a month after a couple of rough starts to start the season. I don't know if he'll pitch too well in this game, but I do think his bats are going to back him up against Yarborough. I like the matchup with the Blue Jays' bats with Ryan Yarborough, not a guy I like to back too often. His ERA is above six this season. And uh, I, th- I think the Blue Jays, I think it's going to be a higher-scoring game, and I think the Blue Jays just score more. So give me the Blue Jays on the money line. Chris? Yeah, I like the over in that uh, that Blue Jays and Rays game. I think uh, Ryu's prone to give up a couple here, even if he does have a good start in his first uh, first start back. But uh, the Blue Jays bullpen has also been one of the most shaky bullpens in the in the entire major leagues this year. And 
I think Tampa Bay can do some damage as well. I think this game finishes closer to nine, maybe even 10 runs. So I like the over in that game. Loving that Yurfi again in the Marlins Brewers. Hit it yesterday. We hit everything in that game, right? We hit that Aguiar home run. It even came off Burns exactly like we called it. Um, I like the Yurfi again here in the Marlins Brewers. Trevor Rogers is the king of the Yurfi, the undisputed king of the Yurfi. I love the Yurfi. This is my thing. I like the Yurfi in the Rays Blue Jays too. I like the Yurfi parlay. I like. The whole thing. I think this Rays Blue Jays game, even though like uh, the Trop, not necessarily like the best place for, um, you know, it doesn't seem to be the most home runs. I think we're going to get a bunch in this game though with these guys pitching. So I think this is where you go with your home run props pretty hard. I think, you, you know, maybe a Vlad Guerrero Jr. type thing or Springer, you know, is <laughs> probably good for one here. Because, um, you know, Springer's on the pace where it's like for this, you know, for a lot of home runs this season. So he's going to have a few of these nondescript. And this is like one of those places where you get those nondescript homers because it's kind of like a personality-less stadium, right? So it doesn't really make for good TV. I think he's out today. Oh, I is he? he well, his, then, I, think he turned, I think he turned his ankle off. Well, then he's not going to hit a home run. We like the no home run for George Springer. <laughs> I still like Vladdy Jr. And we'll go instead Bichette. <laughs> I mean, anybody. Just pick a number on this team, you know. It's like Bichette also hitting the cover off the ball this season, too. Um, Blue Jays have been cold lately, though. Super cold. And for the Rays, Wander Franco, always a good bet to do something. Um, hit for the cycle. I don't know what the prop is on that, but the shirt's pretty big. <laughs> you know, true. It's kind of like the uh, it's kind of like the Jokic uh, double double, right? <laughs> it's like it, it's 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 a good bet no matter what. Um, yeah, I think this one could could be um, one of the higher scoring game Rays Jays games that you'll ever see. I think it, it has that type of potential. Ryu, though, we know when he's on top of his game, he's su- he is really good. I think that Brewers-Marlins game is going to be something special. Anyways, move, we move on. Pirates-Reds. Luis Castillo is there for Brian, and we'll get a unique pronunciation more than likely when we swing it down to him on, for this game. Um, and we got the Rangers and the Red Sox. I thought the only game I lost yesterday was the Rangers-Red Sox, and uh, I'll tell you, I learned my lesson. Never trust the Texas Rangers. Do anything. Chris, what do you think of these? <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still kicking myself after that uh, that Rangers game, too, but uh, I think I might actually like the, the Cincinnati Reds. Castillo didn't look too bad in his, in his first start back, and, you know, Zach Thompson, yeah, he's had a few good outings in his last couple, but I don't know. Something about this Pittsburgh Pirates team just still rubs me the wrong way. It's not not a game I love, but I would lean towards the, the Reds there. I do like the Texas Rangers here, though. I, I'm a I'm a Glenn Otto fan. I'm starting to really like what I'm seeing from Otto and Rich Hill's still only a five inning guy. So if, if the Rangers can get to the to the Boston bullpen, I think they could do some damage here. So I, I like the Rangers there. I think he went six in that game against Otani. Um, he pitched. He was the opposing pitcher. No, he only went five. He, he, he was the opposing pitcher to Otani that day uh, that Otani rung him up in, at Fenway. And um, he pitched really, really well in that game. Really well. It was one of the best Rich Hill outings you'll ever see. Romanelli, what do you think? 
Yeah, he, he may have pitched well in that one, but I think he struggles here against the Rangers. The Rangers have hit lefties better than they have righties this season. I think they can get a uh, hill on this one and the Red Sox bullpen. But on the other side, I, I'm not really a big auto fan, unfortunately, Mr. Rufaloa. Uh, 6.36 expected ERA, so about three and a half t- larger than his current ERA, 7.53 Ks per nine. So his strikeout numbers are down. The walk numbers are up. The home run numbers are up. I think he's in trouble here. So I'm going to take the over in the uh, Rangers Red, uh, Red Sox. How about you, Brian? I think in the Reds Pirates game, if you're going to, you might want to bring your glove. I, yesterday, I think they combined for 10 runs. I don't see any reason why they can't get over eight. And you get number 58 starting here for the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, he looked lackluster in his first start. And then Zach Thompson for the Pittsburgh uh, Pirates, almost at Steelers. He's been pretty much brutal all year with a 7.08 ERA. So it might be a public total here, but I'll take the over eight in this one. How about you, Ninos? Uh, yeah, don't hate that over at all. Uh, kind of lean into the Reds in that one and uh, lean to the uh, Red Sox as well. just think they have the better lineup and uh, not a big Rich Hill fan or anything, but uh like their lineup a little bit better. Jovan. Yeah, at some point the Red Sox got to get it, get it going. Um, you know, they put up seven last game. I think they could put up some more runs in this one to get a victory. The middle of their lineup is, pit, I mean, is bad and um, decent enough. It's the other guys that's not performing. You know, that Trevor Story um, signing is really looking like a, a real bad signing. But, um, you know, Rich Hill, you know, 2.86 CRA so far, so good. So, you know, I think he might keep a role in this one, get a you know, quality start five innings. Yeah, I like I like the Reds in a big way in this one against the Pirates. Zach Thompson just he's not good. No bueno on Zach Thompson. I think the Reds jump on him early. And uh you know, we look at the Reds at nine and twenty four. They've been one of the hottest teams in the last week. You know, after that. They were three and they were three and twenty one, right? So you know, here they come. They're making a run. The miracle Reds of 2022. It's, I mean, they're only 15 games under. I think you're dreaming. They're only 15 under, man. They're only 15 under. So close. So close. That division's wide open. Except for the Brewers. I, did, they have an extra playoff team now, right? There's three wild cards. So anything no one's going to be out of it you know if, if you can put it together because we've seen a lot of winning and losing streaks this season a lot I mean, look at the guardians I mean, they've had a bunch just themselves rich hill pitched really well last time out i think what we saw from him i think we're gonna get more of that and i i saw nothing from the texas rangers last night that would convince me that to be confident that they can do anything I'm going to stay the hell away from that game, or I'm going to take the Red Sox at the plus money. We move on. We take, we got the Washington Nationals. What a disaster. This is, team is way worse than the Reds. Washington Nationals against the Houston Astros. Christian Javier on the mound. And, well, we got a uh, real battle in Chicago. The, White Sox really taking it on the chin this series. Dallas Keuchel up against Jordan Montgomery. Chris, um, 
Eric Fetty's pitching. I know that gets you excited. <laughs> good, good old blockhead. Um, I got you know. I was looking at that game, and I, I want to take the Astros, but a team on a ten-game win streak, even on the road, at only minus one fifty-five against the Nationals, who have been dreadful for much of the season, kind of still looks a little bit suspicious to me. I would lean towards Houston in that game, but uh, I think I like the under nine better. I don't trust Houston's offense, even against Eric Fede. And Christian Javier has pitched fairly well, um, even in short starts. He doesn't usually go more than four innings in a game, at least early on. And the Astros are 6-0 to the under in his appearances this season. So I look at the under there. And I'm going to look at the uh, the over between the Yankees and White Sox. I'm not trusting Dallas Keuchel's last start. I don't think it's sustainable. I think he just had a, a random good outing. I think he gets r- rattled here. And I expect the White Sox to get a little bit off of Jordan Montgomery as well. A lot of runs on the south side. Ron Romanelli. Yeah, I agree with Ruffalo 50% of the way. I like the over in the Yankees, White Sox. White Sox hit lefties very well. Yankees hit everybody very well, and Keuchel's included in that. I think that we're seeing you know, two very high-scoring games in the first two games of the series, 15-7 uh, to 7 and 10-4. Uh, to 4. I don't know if we're going to get that high scoring, but we don't really need to, so I'll take the over in that one. And I'll take the over in the Astros game as well. You know, Eric Fetty, I think he's going to get hit hard in this one. The Astros lineup has struggled for the most part this season, but we're starting to see him wake up offensively. And uh, they did a good amount of damage yesterday against the Nats, and I think they're facing a worse pitcher here in Fetty. And then on the other side, Christian Javier, I like him as a reliever. I don't like him in, in the starting pitcher role. The biggest reason, he is susceptible to the home run ball. Teams can usually hit his fastball pretty hard, and I do think that you could see a Juan Soto home run in this one. So I, I like a Juan Soto home run prop, and I like the over in that one. Brian Bittler. Yeah, for me in this uh, Yankees-White Sox game, I'm going to take yes runs in the first inning. It's only minus 115, and uh, I can see both these pitchers giving up runs. If you take the um, over one and a half runs in the first, it's uh, I think it's plus 190 or so. Um, I'm take the Yankees on the run line. Keiko's just the worst starter in baseball, maybe a contender for that award. Take the Yankees on the run line. Uh, that would go to Kyle Gibson. Anyways, no um, way, no way, Kyle Gibson. Are you crazy? <laughs> He's like a three point something ERA. He's not that bad. Okay. Anyways, El Ninos. Yeah, over and over for me. Uh, definitely I like the one. Well, I like both overs a lot, honestly. But probably yeah, the Yankees White Sox over a little bit better. But I think yeah, we can see a lot of runs in both these games. Jovan. Yeah, um, I can only go with the with the Astros in this one. I'm riding the, uh, the winning streak, you know. And they, in the last ten games, they've only given up twelve runs. So you know, when the whole staff, you know, pitching staff is from top to bottom, not really giving up runs, there's something to be said for that. So I'm on, I'm on the Astros in this one, and they and they're back to heating up. So. Yeah, here's an alternate run line parlay for you. I like the Astros minus two and a half to three and a half in in this game at least. And uh, I like Astros first five innings. I like the Yerfi in this game as well. And, of course, the White Sox-Yankees. I mean, one thing we know about the White Sox, you know, they hammer, hammer, hammer lefties, and that has not changed. Still batting 253 against left-handed pitching, 215 against the righties. They hit lefties very hard and significantly hard. I think I think the White Sox 
pound the Yankees here and drill the public. It really woodshed them here because after last night's Yankees game, the public is going to be all over the Yankees, all the squares, Brian Bittler and, and his tribe, all yeah, over them. Keiko's awful. I mean, I, I normally would be on the – I took the White Sox last two games, but they've been they've been getting their butts kicked. So I don't see how that's going to change with Keiko on the mound. Yeah, you, ever, uh, you ever hear the Devo song, Blockhead? I think you should uh, listen to that one. I think that's well. It's just a free pick, I think but that I, could be I your song. Get all the White Sox. I like crappy players and crappy, uh, crappy pitchers and crappy teams, but even I can't back the White Sox. They're horrible. Now this is their day. Today is their day. Yeah, I will say, you know, I'm like probably the biggest Keuchel hater of all time, but he doesn't give up a lot of hard contact. He gives up a lot of contact, but doesn't give up a ton of homers. And that's, you know, the Yankees we saw yesterday, Stanton, Judge, Donaldson, Gallo, me, Mitch, everybody was hitting homers. So if Keiko's not going to give up the long ball and the White Sox can crush lefties that we know at home especially, this actually I think would be the game to take the White Sox, but I like the over better. Well, I, I, also, I also think that the White Sox are going to win, and I like the reverse run line. And I'm going to parlay it up with the Astros minus three and a half against Eric Fetty. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Former Cy Young Award winner Dallas Keuchel on the mound. <laughs> we move on. Oh, George Kirby's homecoming game, the game that he's been waiting his entire life for. Um, you know, it's these kids, they grow up, you know, in these towns and they grow up and this is their hometown stadium and their hometown thing. And here it is. George Kirby's second major league career start is in his hometown stadium. Oh man. I, my, I have friends that are, uh, from Rye, New York and friends with George Kirby's father. They're all going to the game. Everyone's going George Kirby's pitching. Up against Chris Bassett, who is—he's pitching well, but he's not putting up the Kirby type numbers. That's for damn sure. And you got uh, Devin Smeltza on the mound for the Twins. Sounds made up, but it's not. Up against Shane Bieber, it's like we gotta come up with it, something for this TBD. How about uh, I don't know? Think of something. Devin Smeltzer. It's kind of like those fake writers at some of these sites that use the computer-generated articles. You know, it's like. The fake writer. <laughs> Come on with how about Devin Smeltzer? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> All right. This is my this is this is my the best material I got. This is my A stuff. You should hear the stuff my wife has to listen to. Anyways, uh Chris, what do you got? I'll take the A stuff, the B stuff, and all the way down to F. But uh I, I think I was looking at the under in that Mets game. I think George Kirby, there is going to be some magic, you know, with the homecoming. And Chris Bassett's pitched actually fairly well this year. I think he enjoys pitching for the Mets. So I like that game. And I like the over between the uh, the Guardians and the uh, and the Twins. I think we're starting to see a little bit of a, a bit of a dip from Shane Bieber. He's coming off his worst start of the year against the Twins lineup that can hit. But again, I, I'm with you. I don't know how much I really trust uh, Devin Smeltzer here to, to keep this Guardians lineup down. It's actually hitting a lot better than a lot of people are giving him credit for. So you know, give me the over in that one. Ron Romanelli, George freaking Kirby. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, as a as a New Yorker myself, I think I'm just I have to take. Uh, Kirby, even though he's going up against the Mets, you know, he pitched so well in his first outing in the big leagues. 
And Chris Bassett, like Mitch mentioned, you know, he is pitching well, but he did uh, have a really good start to the season. Last couple outings, I wasn't necessarily too impressed with him. I think not, was, horrible. There was, not horrible. No, not, not, not horrible. Not horrible. But not great for not the, the same. The not the same yeah. as the first couple outings. No, and and we saw that with McGill as well. So um, you know, I do think if there was a game in this series, the Mariners had the best chance of winning. This would be it, and you're getting such a good price with them. I mean, the Mets are huge favorites in this one. So I like the Mariners on the run line and the money line. I'll sprinkle a little bit on the money line. So give me Seattle plus the one and a half. Brian Bittler, you usually hate a guy's homecoming or any festive event. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, Guy, I'm a little bit he's from the city that boots Santa Claus. I mean, I'm a little bit apprehensive here because we're getting such a super price with Kirby, who's super talented. And if uh, Gonzalez. It's the Mets. Gonzalez, if they could shut down the Mets yesterday, uh, Kirby can shut them down today. Uh, I expect a good performance from Bassett, but it's hard. I can't turn down the plus money with Seattle here. I think they get it done. El Ninos, you love a big favorite. You got the Mets here at minus 168. That's uh, right in your wheelhouse. What are you, what are you nope. looking at here? Not to you hate Bieber too. You end to get to fade Bieber. All the hey, same you uh, segment. A couple surprises in this little segment, uh, Mitch. But uh, which ones should we start with? Uh, I guess I, I, I got to take a small shot on, on Seattle here with Kirby. Uh, you got to love what he's done so far. Uh, a little bit of rain potentially in that game. So that one, uh, yeah, if Bassett can, can keep up the way he's been pitching this year, it could go under as well. And on the other side, I might take a shot with Beaver today. Yeah, surprise, surprise. And I also like uh, the over in that game too with the wind blowing out pretty hard. In the Indians uh, Twins game. Favorite Bieber, Justin Bieber or Shane Bieber? Oh come on, that's Justin, no questions. All right. Javon looks like not a not a Justin Bieber. No, guy. that was a joke. Don't take that seriously. No, Javon's like I don't uh, think so. <laughs> you better not be I, asking I me that to, one. <laughs> I have to go with Shane in that in that contest, but um. But yeah, not a big fan. I mean, it's it's not saying much, obviously, going over Justin. But yeah, not not much Bieber fever for me. Jovan, how about how about you in this segment? Yeah, I mean, I gotta I gotta go with George Kirby. I liked what I saw in this, you know, in this on first first ever start, and um, also like the first five under in that game, and. Give me Shane Bieber to bounce back, you know, at the subpar performance. So I'll take Guardians. I I I think that um, I think that you know these these homecoming games, these rookie games, they could go either way. You know, I mean, he could throw. You know, he can get hit hard from the jitters and be all over the place, or I mean, he could throw a perfect game. This guy has that kind of stuff. It's like it really does. Um, I, we've seen a lot of good pitchers come down the pipe, you know, over the years. And this guy is as good as any of them. I mean, he is really, really, um, at least in that first outing, really lived up to the billing, you know. Really did. I think he gave up, like, the hit right out of the gate, right? And then after that, he settled in. He was, like, super tough. Really, really tough. And uh, I'm on Smelter. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the anti-Ninos here. I'm going Smelter. And the Twinkies. 
the Guardians have been pretty hot, but you know the Central. No one seems to be able to. It's, it seems to be the streakiest of all the divisions. We're seeing winning and losing streaks very, very long of all the teams in this division. This one's going to come down to the final month. This will be the one of the divisions that's not decided by the All Star break. But, a lot of uh, crappy teams in that. Yeah, I'm 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 excited for that Mets uh, Mariners game. I think it's going to be really good. I think you know. It's one of those things that, um, you know, I don't like the way Bassett's pitched, particularly, you know, lately. You know, it's like he has been hit. It's like I, it, the regression is never a good sign. And, and, you know, the Mets, not really known for, you know, coming through. You know, they don't really have that, that thing. And they have, you know, Buck Showalter managing the team who's, you know, he's there to lose. I mean, that's what he does. He destroys organizations. He had that Orioles job. They just refused to fire him. How long was he managing the Orioles? That was that was one of the toughest watches out there. He blew up the Yankees, Orioles. He'll he'll take this Mets team. They'll miss the playoffs. They keep this guy running the show. Scott, he has he has that kind of stuff. Anyways, got the Arizona Diamondbacks. Another guy that we love, Zach Gallen, on the mound here. I always say this when when they do the Zach Gallen games. Career sub three ERA guy, the the guy the career sub three ERA guy that nobody talks about, right? He's the guy that he's like if you say here's these ten pitchers, you know which guy has the sub three career three ERA? No one's you know out of the like if you put all these pitchers in order, and a bunch of them, you know, and you had him in there with like Scherzer and a couple other guys. Circle the guys with the career sub three ERAs. Zach Allen, not one of the guys you would pick. And he's up against the Cubs. That was a great game last night. Both teams, lots of blown chances. Love the blown chances. And hated those Diamondback uniforms. It was great which, if you had the Diamondbacks, though. If you had the Cubbies, it wasn't so good. I had the D-backs, but it was, uh, it, they were in the alternate uniforms. Serpientes. Those bright yellow uniforms they've been wearing this season. I think they wear them on Friday games. They are really hideous. I think it's like a banana banana cream yellow, right? It's like a really bad yellow. It's like custard. <laughs> Rublo is like custard. Wait a minute. What? Sorry. <laughs> it's all of a sudden he woke up. It's like, the you said to wear a real yellow uniform. It was like, a, it's like a banana yellow. I don't know what it, like not, but not like the banana, outside the banana, like the inside. It's like this powder yellow. I don't know, canary yellow. I'm not sure what it is. Um, and then you've, you've got... Um, Carlos Hernandez, he's not pitching. I thought it was, um, I, I, this can't be right. Anyways, it's, it's, it's the Rockies. Hernandez and Marquez. I don't think so. It's the Rockies yeah, and the Royals. Are you sure? It was Lynch originally, oh. but they, they moved it to Hernandez, yeah. They're the same person. They just changed, this changed the jersey. Huh? Same stats. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Chris, what do you think? Oh, man. Sorry, I got sidetracked on, on banana. Um. I do like the uh, I do like the D backs a lot here. I really think the Marlins are starting to kick themselves for for letting uh, letting go of Zach Gal and and uh, I think uh, he's going to be the cornerstone of this uh, this Diamondbacks rotation. I really like Gallon. I'm still not a fan of Hendricks on the road. He had a good road start, I think, in his last time out. But uh, no, are you showing Hendricks or Steele? This is that's the thing about this game too. Yeah, I, I was seeing Hendricks, but I'm seeing Steele. I yeah, I think Hendrix. it's Hendricks. Hendricks. 
I it was steel originally too. And it's yeah, just getting the, the rug pulled out from him this morning. That's a, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's. A, yeah, I know. Feel the same. same, same yeah, but Hendricks actually same pitched thing. really well last time out. So yeah, but you know, yeah. but you know, it's an aberration. It's a blip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I like the D backs there a lot with Gallon on the mound, and like I said, Hendricks. I don't think the road success is sustainable. And I'm gonna go with the over in Kansas City, Colorado. Normally, I like fading high totals at uh, in Colorado just because a lot of people like back in the over because the game's at Coors Field, but I think the starting pitching matchup justifies it. Herman Marquez has been a disaster this season. He's allowed four runs in each of his last five starts, getting torn up at home. And uh, Carlos Hernandez, not much better. So, yeah, I like the over 10.5 in that one after. He had 25 runs yesterday. So in the comments, Tony C is saying that if the – Athletics lose game one. He'll be cutting off one of his testicles. Where exactly is the line on this show? You know, have we crossed it? Have we finally crossed the line? I mean, I, I usually struggle with it, you know, as to where the line actually is. But I think we might be there. We might actually be there. Romanelli, 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 what, what do you think of these games? Yeah, you know, I think that comment was on my rundown video, and I actually saw it in the, uh, it was like blocked as a comment, but I had the power to accept it, and I said, you know what, I think that's fair game for our community, I don't see anything, any reason why we shouldn't put it in there, but um, yeah, you know, Cubs, Diamondbacks, I I like Gallon on the money line here, I think Hendricks, you know, he pitched well last time out, but we've seen him with his splits, road, and home, he has not been great away from Wrigley Field, yeah, he pitched really well away from Wrigley Field last time. But, again, his uh, recent uh, road starts, he gave up six earned runs on the road to the Brewers, three home runs. Before that, I think six earned runs to the Pirates and a couple home runs as well. So I do think the Diamondbacks are a pretty powerful lineup. I think they can find a few homers in this one. And I think Gallon pitches well like he has all season. So give me the Arizona on the money line. Brian? Yeah, I'm going to agree with my good buddy there, Romanelli. I, like, I love Arizona. Zach Gallon here has been – He's been one of my guys for a while, and he's really been paying off. I wouldn't lay the run line with him. I'm a little bit worried that the Diamondbacks could play a close one today with the Cubs, but I'll lay the the minus 155. And then Colorado and Kansas City might be a super square total, but I I agree. I'm going to take the over here. I think you can get close to 20 runs in this Royals-Rockies game. I like the alternate total there as well. That one for sure. Al? Even even in the dead ball era, it's going to be the live ball era at Coors today. Yeah, I can't can't disagree. I think uh, that's where I'm going to go with this one as well as the over in course field. Two bad pitchers in course field. I mean, uh, good luck if you don't go under in that one. How about you, Jovan? Yeah, I can only go with the with the Diamondbacks. You know, with me, I've said it before. I don't like laying juice at the you know 150, but um. You know, it's around there, so, you know. And I can't take it on the run line because, just like Bill said, I, I think it might be a close game. I, th- I think it might be a one-run game, no matter how you slice it. And I'm going to roll with Colorado. You got, it's the lesser of two evils as far as the pitcher matchup. Herman Marquez has been bad, but Carlos Hernandez, he's been worse. You know, so Colorado's at home. They lost last night. I think they bounced back and, you know, get a win. Well, they lost. <laughs> they lost what five straight. Think they um end that, end that tonight. Hernandez is, is hideous, and Marquez. It's like he's never reached that potential that they've talked about. Just 
have not seen it from him. I'm going to roll with the uh, over. I like the over 15 in that thing. I think you go as high as you can. I think I'm with Brian on that thing. And then on um, Gallon against Hendricks, uh, I like, I, I'm, I'm there too. It's like, I don't think you can lay the run line with the Diamondbacks because they don't hit well enough. You know, they're sub 200 um, team. They bat, they don't bat 200 at all. Righties or lefties or nothing. You know, there's nothing there that shows that these bats can hit. Most of the runs come in, in bunches, and they also leave a lot of guys on base in scoring position, which is a bad thing, too. But they're playing another bad team. The Diamondbacks left guys on third base all night last night. All night. All freaking night. I had them. They were my big play yesterday. It was Diamondbacks. Almost got Mel- and they put Melanson in, and believe me, I was not happy about it. Because I got Melanson the other night when it was the, the 3-1 game. It was 3-1. They got it to 3-3 in the bottom of the eighth. They put Melanson in the ninth. They gave up eight runs against the Marlins. It was hideous. Everybody has a bad day. Melanson has a lot of bad days. He's always looked like he's 80 since the day he's arrived in the majors. He's just one of those guys, right? He looks like he's 80 years old. I, I, I don't know. He has a, that weird throwing motion where you just know it's gonna, he's going to get cracked. <laughs> it's like, you know, comes like over the top with it, right? It's like, you're going to get hit really hard. That's a, I, 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 I think the manager, you know, puts him in. It's like he's, he put, he's reading the book, you know? It's like, well, Melanson goes, it's like, this guy's gotten killed. And Ian Kennedy is the other guy, right? He's the setup man. So it's like, it's, it's a double. You have to really, you know, for the Diamondbacks to win, it, it has to be perfect defense. And we saw a great play by the shortstop in, in, the, uh, in, in the top of the ninth last night, first batter uh, of the ninth inning. He made a really nice stop on a ball that was hit extremely hard. Um, yeah, Kennedy, uh, Kennedy almost walked a run in there, too. He was, he, was, he was pretty pathetic. All right. Speaking of pathetic, we get to see the Oakland A's again. Adam Aller, the uh, the twentieth uh, round draft choice, um, up against Michael Lorenzen, who I think it's like he's not really that much better. But it's, I don't, I don't like. I'm not a Lorenzen guy. He's a guy that can really get in trouble and walk a lot of batters. And then um, Phillies Dodgers, Phillies really representing themselves well in this series so far. You have to give credit where credit is due. But Suarez is a guy with regressing numbers, too. So, um, Urias, never really a stopper. Kind of, you know, he's been in the Dodgers organization since he was 12. Jovan, what do you think about these two? Uh, for this... Uh... I got to go over again with, with the um, Phillies and, and Dodgers. I got burned last night um, just based on the switch of the pitching matchup, but it, it would have went over regardless. didn't really matter. Um, so I'm just going to ride the over. You know, the both of these teams just been cracking that bat. Some bats have been hot, so, you know, why not? You know, um, Tony T said something, you know, interesting. He said, you know, the weather's getting hot, you know, over in, um, in Dodger land and, you know, once the once once the um, weather gets hot, you know the bats start flying. So 
you know, the ball stuff flying out of the out of the park, you no know sense, screamers and, and and everything else. So I'll take the over. Eight, I'll take the over, yeah. How about you, Al Ninos? Man, yeah, it's uh it's been a rough series for the Dodgers so far. I love the Angels in uh in game two. I know I went to Oakland game one, so uh yeah, I think the Angels do get the job done, whether they win or lose game one. Uh, I take them minus one here. Uh, and well, I want to take my Dodgers minus one. It hasn't um, hasn't been pretty so far this series. And, I mean, the Phillies do have some, some good hitters in their lineup too. So it could be a tricky game, but uh, I'd lean Dodgers minus one here. Butler? Yeah, I've been pretty good with the Phillies with plus one and a half the first two games, even though I left plus money on the table. I'm going to back them again on the run line. Their bats have woken up. They're hitting the ball well. The Suarez is off of a start for six shutout innings. I think he can keep the Phillies in this game. I think they got the bats to keep in this game. So I'll take the plus one and a half Phillies. We all have a song. Ron. Yeah, you know, I think we're starting to see some higher scoring games. I mean, at the beginning of the season, very low scoring. The books were really just running all over the place trying to get the totals lower. And you saw it seven, seven and a half consistently. But now, you know, 12 to 10 last night, 14 to 10, 12 to 8, 10 to 4, 11 to 6. We're seeing some high scoring games. I do think the weather is getting hotter. But, you know, I just all, overall, I just think the offense has been there. And I'm going to take the over in that Angels athletics game, too. Really can't trust either starter. I think Lorenzen's always good to give up three, four runs, and the Angels line up no matter who they're facing. They're going to score, but against Dollar, I think that's going to be especially the case. So give me the over in that game, too, Angels A's. Anyways, um, I never, I don't do this enough, but I guess I should do it since we only have 60 likes. If you guys can smash the like button, it'd be greatly appreciated. It'd cost you nothing. Brian, if you could put your head back in the camera frame, that would be awesome. You're up. Up for what? Already gave my oh, picks. Ruffalo. Going the wrong direction. <laughs> Can't maybe. Well. It's like you start to stick your head. It's like your head's cut <laughs> off. And like it's just showing your neck. Uh, for me, these two, I guess, well, Aller won't make me holler. I'm going to tell you that much. I'm going to look the other way. I'm going with the, uh, I'm going to go with the Angels on the run line. I think, and I also think that the Angels could get over this total themselves. I think Adam Ollie's just been a disaster in his first couple, three starts, and he's allowed five runs in two of those three, and Lorenzen, he's, he's probably going to give up a couple himself, but I probably think the Angels could win that one by four or five runs, so I'll probably play an extended line on the Angels in game two in that one. I like the Angels again. Um, I don't love Lorenzen, so I think this one could probably go over the total. Um Aller's been hit extremely hard. He gives up a lot of home runs, too. And I like the Dodgers to pound the Phillies in this one. I'm not a big Suarez guy. And I think Urias can uh, get the Dodgers kind of back on track. All right. So move on to the NHL. We're going to cover this a little more in the morning show since we're not covering it anywhere else except for Rufalo's videos. Chris, you want to take over the NHL segment for us here and uh, just guide us through whatever games there are? How many games are there, three? There's three, yeah. All right, just do them all at once. All right, I guess I'll stick with the, the same sort of roundtable format. Uh, I'm going to first look at the Boston Bruins, Carolina Hurricanes, obviously all three games on Saturday, all game sevens. And uh, I'm going to start with Ron. You know, all 
six games so far in this series have been the home team dominance. Do you think it continues here? Or do you think we still have high scoring hockey in game seven? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of been interesting. The home team, you know, we, people say home ice advantage means a lot. I think it, I think home court advantage means the most in hockey in all of sports. You know, some say the officiating can sometimes lean towards the home team. We saw in that game six game against the Lightning and the Lightning and Maple Leafs. There was some questionable. I know you're probably a little salty about that one, but there was, I mean, the Maple Leafs, you saw Austin Matthews getting tugged on his jersey throughout being held. No calls there. But I do think in this game seven between the Bruins and Canes, I actually like the road team here. You know, the Bruins, they were my preseason pick to win the Cup, so maybe I'm a little biased, but I really like what I saw from them in game six. I think they may have found the answer of beating this Hurricanes team. The goaltending efforts haven't been great for Carolina, and with Boston with having Swayman in the net, I think he's the answer in that form. I, I, I like Boston to take this game seven, and I, you're getting a good price on plus money, so I'll take the Bruins on the money line. Yeah, Brian, what about you? Yeah, I agree 100% with Romanelli. I think maybe in that 5-2 to two win in Game 6, the Bruins kind of figured out Carolina, and it has been a home team-dominated series, but for this one, it's hard for me to turn down the Bruins and plus money here on the road. I think they get it done. Al? I agree. Uh, like you said, the home ice has been huge this series, but I do think that Boston is the slightly more talented and much more experienced team. And I think that comes into play here today, and uh, they get the job done with some plus money. But uh, lean to the over as well, sitting at six. Yeah, Jovan, you're in the Boston market. Are you going to tune into this one at all, or? Uh, I don't know if I'm. I probably, I probably will. You know, just being in the car, whatever, have it on. Um, you know, the um, the radio station. But yeah, I'm on the, I'm on the Bruins, and you know. The, the fact that they've been getting killed on the road is well documented. And, you know, throughout the season, they was they've been getting killed by Carolina, but they found something. You know, starting with that first game in Game Three, you know, um, winning, and you know, I just think that um, it's not their main guys neither. It's the it's it's the you know the third fourth line. You know, that's been that's been um, you know, doing doing the job. You know, it's been it's been those other guys. You know, I think they made a couple switches with um with players that they they, take, they took a particular play out and put another play in. I forget their names, but um that's and that's done that's done the trick. So Don Sweeney has has something going there, and I think that they they should pull it out um you know today. Yeah, with you guys, I like I like Boston as well in terms of a side, but I think I like the total even more at uh, the over six. Just goals have been coming in bunches in this series for the most part, and I think this isn't going to be your prototypical game seven. I think it's it's going to be two teams chasing after each other. I think there's going to be an early goal, and I think they're going to be forced to sort of go on the front foot and go after each other. So I like the over there. Now, my favorite game or least favorite, depending on what the, what the score will look like at ten o'clock Eastern, but. Uh, the Lightning visiting Toronto. Oh, boy. Ron, help me out here. Yeah, you know, this is probably – this is a tough game for me because I'm as an Islander fan, I naturally can't root for the Lightning because uh, they took us out the last two seasons. And being from Florida, I'm not really a big Lightning fan in general. And then on the other side, the Maple Leafs, John Tavares, his home. I'm a big John Tavares hater. I think he's the biggest snake in the league. 
So, uh, you know, I'm going to focus on the total in this one. I have a, I do have a premium play on the side, but I like the over here. You know, I, I think we're going to see a lot of goals. I think total's set high for a reason. In game sevens, usually you see the defense turn it up, but these two teams, I mean, defense really hasn't. It's been optional. I mean, four to three, four to three, seven to three, five to two, five to three. I think we're going to see a similar scoreline. I could see a five to two, five to three kind of game, but I, I like the over. Hopefully for the boys in blue, Brian. Yeah, I agree again with Romanelli. I think you're going to see close to 10 goals scored in this game. We've seen the first game one go under five nothing score, I believe, and then since then it's been goals of plenty. I think you see uh, you're going to see a back and forth affair. Maybe go to overtime, but I think we definitely get the over. Al, dare I ask? <laughs> I think I'm disappointed you uh, here, uh, Chris. Two very talented teams, probably two most talented teams if you go up and down the roster in the league. But I do think. Uh, Tampa has a bit more talent. I mean, this these uh, starters for Tampa are just ridiculous, this lineup. And uh, I can't pass up on this playoffs money. I, it's hard for me to go against Tampa to begin with. Uh, I, like, I like the Lightning to get the job done in this one and lean to the over. I don't love the six and a half. I don't like that hook too much, but I, I would go over before I go under for sure in this one. It's great to win hockey games when it's nine on five and you can keep two refs and two lines, but not payroll. Jovan? Yeah, I'm going to go with the tried and true with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Not much analysis with it. <laughs> I hate all of you. I'm sticking with my lease. I don't know if I can really. I, I, I'm, I'm fanboying here. I, I want to go rule of happiness, but I don't know. I, it, I'm just going <laughs> to sit here and sweat it out for three hours. That's all I can really do. And the last game of the night, game seven here as well. Arguably one of the more entertaining series so far. Uh, L.A. visiting Edmonton. Edmonton, a hefty minus 220 favorite, Ron. You know, uh, this is a tough one. I, mean, I just think based on the price alone, I'm going to have to take the Kings. I, just, I know the Oilers, uh, they, you know, I think they're the most talented team in hockey personally because I just think they have the best player in the league. But, I mean, that kind of price, the Oilers have been such a bad playoff team in their in the recent years. I, I think they, until I see it, I can't believe it. So give me the Kings on the money line, but definitely not a game I'm playing personally. Brian? Yeah, I think the Kings have been disrespected in the entire playoffs here with these high line after line. I do think the Oilers get the win here, but I believe it's a one-goal game. Definitely could see this going into overtime. Uh, I'll take the Kings plus the one and a half here. Al? Going with the over. Um yeah, both teams have been scoring pretty well here. Uh, Quick has been pretty decent sometimes, but uh, just, again, just not the best goaltending in the world in this game, so uh, give me the over. And the guys that can score on both teams, so I like the over here. Javon? Well, I'm going to go against it. I'm going to um, take the under in this one think that think that um that half a point that half a point is gonna loom large in this one so um you know you might get an empty netter it might you know be uh, four to two or something like that or three to you know three to one I don't know but yeah I'll take Dunn. I think in, in this situation Dunn is the play yeah, I think we're gonna roll with the Kings plus a goal and a half here I think this is a one goal game either way and even if it goes to overtime, pretty much, a, I'd say, an automatic win there. So, yeah, give me the Kings plus one and a half. I don't know, does Mitchie Pucks have anything on this one or any of these games? I like um, whatever the betting tools say. So, I'll go. let me take a look and see what the betting tools say on these games. I will go with... Um, 
quick look. The betting tools like Carolina Hurricanes, um, Carolina Hurricanes puck line. They like um, Toronto Maple Leafs, and they like Lightning puck line. So they like the Maple Leafs in a one goal game, and I, I think that is going to be a one goal game. To be honest with you, I think possible overtime. So I think those are all good bets. You know why? I don't want to hear overtime because I don't want to sweat for another hour. <laughs> it's like, it'll remind me of that horrific experience I had the last time I went to the gym. <laughs> Jeez, someone, too much heavy lifting down there, too. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Who's up for a parlay? <laughs> Uh-oh. Can we pull out the gym one? Um, anyways, he's up for the parlays. Chris, you ready to go, or should we start the other yeah. direction? Uh, I, I can go. I'm going to take the LA Kings plus one and a half. I'm going to take the uh, LA Angels game two, and I will take the over in the Yankees and White Sox. How about you, Ron? For me, I'm going to do a mixed sport parlay, Orioles money line, the over and the Astros Nationals, and the Bruins on the money line. Right. Take the LA Kings plus one and a half on the puck line, Arizona Diamondbacks on the money line, and the over 11 Rockies Royals. El Ninos. Oh, uh, I'll go Angels game two. Uh, Tigers. Yeah, maybe Dodgers. Jovan? Yeah, Mariners, Mets under first five. Houston Astros, Boston Red Sox. Money line. I'm going to go with the Chicago White Sox. The over in the Rockies uh, game against uh, Kansas City. And I'd bet that one again. Um, and again, and I like, I'm going to put that with the, uh, with the Dodgers. So those will be my, my three team parlay. Thanks everyone for joining us. It was a fun show. We got a lot of information out here today. A lot of good picks. And, uh, you know, I, we know this is the slower time of year when, uh, you know, not as many people betting baseball in the NBA course off today so uh no help from them but um we appreciate all of you guys tuning in we love all the input in the comments it's like i think i think the thing that i really enjoy about the pick dogs community is that you know there's haters out there that just don't get it you know and it's like that's just the way it's gonna be you know but it's like i think the vast majority of you guys we all have like the same sense of humor so it works right anyways thanks everyone for joining us we appreciate each and every one of you grab our premium picks get 15 percent off in may use that discount code may 15 and uh we will see you guys tomorrow morning same time same format might have a few different people here as well so uh we'll see you then make it a winning day i'm gonna try and act more professional tomorrow it's not gonna be we're not gonna all right we would acknowledge the cut off a testicle All right.